More about Officership presents The Leader's Journey, a quick devotion to encourage you as a leader and equip you with tools and insight for your ministry. Hi everyone and welcome to The Leader's Journey. I'm your host, Chris Trodden. For the last few episodes we've been looking at the Lord's Prayer. Today we are looking at verse 12 which says, Our Father, forgive us our sins as we have also forgiven those who have sinned against us. So again quickly, before we begin, it's important to acknowledge the backdrop of the Lord's Prayer is the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus is teaching to a large group of people from many different regions across Israel. He touches on several topics and prayer is one of them. What's important for us to recognize is that while Jesus is teaching on the action of prayer, he is not expounding on the topics included within it. For that, we will need to read the rest of the Gospel of Matthew. But let's zoom back into the Lord's Prayer for a moment. One of the central messages of Jesus is forgiveness. We know forgiveness is at the heart of God's plan, and so it makes sense that Jesus would place forgiveness as a main feature in our daily prayer as we stand before God. When Jesus teaches us to pray, Father, forgive us our sins, as we have also forgiven those who have sinned against us, Jesus highlights two important elements of forgiveness. One, that we must receive forgiveness. And secondly, we must give forgiveness to others. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 8 and 9, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, God is faithful and is just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. I remember reading a really encouraging quote that one said, Make sure that in your preaching the gospel to others, that you also preach the gospel to yourself. Every day, remind yourself of God's goodness, grace, and love towards you. I like that. It's wonderful to prayerfully meditate on God's grace and his gift of salvation. Now, the second part of this prayer is a little bit more challenging because we need to be able to pray this prayer with confidence and integrity as we stand before God to say that we have forgiven others, or at least we're in the process of forgiving others. As mentioned earlier, Jesus is talking about lots of different topics on the Sermon on the Mount, and here he's speaking on the action of prayer. So it's now time for us to consider a few other places where Jesus taught on forgiveness so that we might learn how we can forgive and what are some of the other aspects of forgiveness? So in Matthew 5:23-24, Jesus said this, If you're offering your gift at the altar, and remember that your brother or sister has something against you, if they have sinned against you or harmed you, leave your gift there in the front of the altar, first go and be reconciled to them, then come and offer your gift. Settle matters quickly with your adversary. What stands out to me in this is that God would rather us to stop worshipping at the altar and go and be reconciled and help repair broken relationships. Of course God wants us to worship, but God is secure enough in his love towards us that he knows that restoring relationship is paramount in the kingdom of God. There's also a sense of urgency in this, isn't there? Settle the matter quickly. I've noticed that if I leave issues for too long, it gets harder and harder to try and forgive. Another element of forgiveness is found in Matthew 18, verse 21 to 35. Jesus tells a parable of an unmerciful servant, someone who had such a great debt that there is no way they could pay off. 
They went to their master and they begged him for forgiveness to cancel their debt, and the master did. But later that same day, that very person went to find someone who owed them a very small amount of money, and he threw them in jail. When the master found this out, he got so upset, we read in verse 31, the master called in his servant and said, You wicked servant, I cancelled all of your debts because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? The lesson is clear for us. We have been forgiven so much, and in turn, it's only just and right for us to forgive others. And one of the final elements is found in Matthew 26 verse 28. At the Passover meal, Jesus said, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Jesus doesn't ask us to do something that he has not already done himself. Forgiveness is at the heart of God's kingdom, receiving it and giving it freely to others. But one of the barriers that often arises when we consider how to forgive others is what happens if we find ourselves in an abusive situation or an unhealthy relationship. Do we really need to forgive someone who has hurt us? Now, the simple answer is yes. But let's go to another teaching of Jesus, where Jesus gives us some practical guidance around this. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 15, Jesus says, If your brother or sister sins against you, go and point out their fault, just between the two of you. And if they listen to you, fantastic, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along. And if they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church, and if they refuse to listen even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Jesus is highlighting here that if someone sins against you, if they have hurt you, if they have caused harm, and you've tried to talk about it with them one-on-one, -on -one, but they do not change, from that point on, you no longer need to be alone with that person. Jesus highlights that there is protection in community, especially when we are around people who do the wrong thing. When someone hurts you or you find yourself in an unsafe environment, Jesus clearly teaches that you no longer need to be alone with that person until they change. I found that people who are confrontational, maybe angry or a bit abusive, often don't act that way when they're surrounded by other people. Now some of us may struggle to forgive because we fear it gives permission for hurt and abuse to continue. That is not something Jesus wants. Jesus does not want anyone to be left alone in an unsafe situation. He clearly taught that when approaching someone for forgiveness, if they do not listen to you, place yourself within the healthy boundaries of community and don't be alone with that person anymore. As we close today, let's lift our eyes towards God's grace. Jesus teaches us to pray for forgiveness daily, to practice it quickly without creating conditions, and forgive within the safety of community. As we read, Father, forgive us our sins, we know that God is just to forgive us. So let's be encouraged and preach the gospel, not only to others, but also to ourselves, reminding us of God's love and grace. The topic of forgiveness is very dense and there's lots for us to consider. So today, can I encourage you to think about the one thing that stood out to you? And as you're thinking about it, pray and ask God, what is one simple way that I can put this into practice? And let's be people that have the hallmarks of grace and forgiveness as we follow Jesus and live a kingdom life. 
Thank you for joining us today on the Leader's Journey podcast. If you liked today's episode, please feel free to share it with others and follow us on Facebook or Instagram. For more resources, please visit www.salvationarmy.com.au forward slash come alive.